Hello and welcome to part two of our discussion about negative attachments. Um, last week we began by explaining the difference between possession and having just negative attachments around you. We also described a few examples of negative attachments how really common they are and how easy it is to uninvite them. And then we ended with specifically learning the exact words of how to address them and how powerful using the name of Christ is in that situation. And this week we would just like to continue that discussion with you. Um, if there's any questions that any of this brings up, We'd love for you to comment below, though, and we'd love to address your questions as I'm sure that we are not even coming to yeah. an exhaustive, <laughs> you know, list of of this topic. So, yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> so I'm Heather and Michelle. that's Michelle. And um, yeah, Michelle, how about you start us off today? Um, by telling or describing to everyone how you know when there is a dark entity around you or someone else? Uh, that's a hard question to answer because I, I really just want to answer, I just know. <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> that's, is yeah, that's a hard answer. for some people to understand. Right. Um, but that is um, one of the gifts that I've just been um, strengthening since I started Reiki is um, it was one of my natural gifts. And in one of your classes, we just identified those gifts um, with each of your students. And I, I remember that that was one of them. So with practice and lots of practice, um, I've just strengthened that. So a lot of times I will just get the thought in my mind. Like I just have an idea um, in my mind of what could be. But I did mention in, in the last episode. So if you haven't heard the last one, we would strongly suggest to go to the previous episode and um, listen to that. I don't know, a couple of times, however much you want. I don't know, to understand really or see how you feel about um, the information, but I did say that I feel off. I just feel off. I I feel myself just being a little bit more reactive, um, mm. and I know that it's. But I can recognize if, like, so for example, um, it it would be obvious if I feel stressed, if I'm going through a stressful situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm going through a job interview or I just lost my job or um, I'm moving or, um, you know, so so it would be obvious and it would make sense. But the ways that I've um, noticed it in my life before is I really do ask myself that question. OK, where did that come from? That was I would not have reacted in this way normally. And I don't have anything exterior, you know happening that where I could you know link it to link the stress or my emotions to that specifically it yeah. just feels like it comes out of nowhere yeah 
So knowing yourself well enough and your demeanor and personality is good in helping to know when you're feeling off and then recognizing that that offness could be coming from an outside influence, uh, negative energy. Yeah. And I would recommend for those of you who are still um, figuring that out to get used to asking yourself questions and um, trusting the first answer you get. Trusting that your intuition does know. And so if you in those moments think, huh, something's feeling off or I'm feeling really heavy or I'm feeling really angry. Could this be um, a negative attachment? Mm -hmm. Trusting um, and being still enough to listen to that answer and getting a yes or a no. And then if you get a yes, then you know what to do now to uninvite them. Um, and to make sure that you do it confidently and without fear. And that does come with time. So um, just using, being used to casting out a few times and then it becomes more comfortable and doesn't feel like you're doing something odd. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, just recognizing that you have the power to decide what kind of energy you want around you. Um, it's really important that people feel in control of what they have in their environment and it's your body and your life so um you should never feel like victim to a situation even when that's dark energy yeah um i michelle was mentioning um gifts and there are a lot of spiritual gifts that are mentioned in the scriptures that you may have learned about when you're going to church but there's a lot of spiritual gifts that are given that are left out of those short scriptural verses and um, it's really important to discover those and to develop those and one of those gifts that a lot of people are given are to feel close to spirits on the other side, whether they yeah. be good or bad. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of times in media, um, it's always portrayed that like dark entities communicate to you by, you know, rattling dishes or blinking lights on and off and all these kind of what I consider more extreme ways of like, you know, yelling in your face almost that they're there. And I don't feel like that's the case most of the time. Um, that anybody, um, even those who don't feel like they have the gift of being spiritually close to them, can get to the point where they recognize just from how their own bodies are feeling um, if, if they're around. And like you mentioned, you'll get to the point where you just kind of know that they're there. Um, and so um, let's dive now into talking about a little more about their purpose. We yes. might have touched on that last week, but I feel like... Um, Part of the doctrine of Jesus Christ that we learn helps us really understand what their 
role is playing and why they're on this earth. Um, do you want to talk about like where they came from? Kind of the plan of salvation almost the one in heaven no because it's not a religion class <laughs> <laughs> um but we um yeah so we like the war in heaven is that what you're talking mm -hmm. about yeah um yeah so we we believe and we know that we um our spirits um have always been around and are eternal beings um and so we lived before coming here to earth um we had a specific a specific purpose and we were doing specific work um, always for um, the glory of our Savior Jesus Christ well he wasn't our Savior back then but for the for the work and the glory of God um, and and so their sole um, purpose is just to um, do everything in their power to try to um, prevent us from using our agency for good. Um, so in the war in heaven, when we believe um, as members of the church that the plan was presented to us, um, God, you know, presented a plan of happiness for us, um, which included us coming back to earth uh, or us coming to earth to receive a physical body. Um, and... I don't know how deep you want me to get into this. Oh, I'm loving it. So you're doing great. <laughs> um, Michael um, was uh, an angel um, in our pre-mortal life. And he, of course, wanted to, to make that happen, but taking away our agency. Um, and he wanted all the glory for himself. And seeing that he wasn't given that job or that responsibility or that opportunity, um, becoming very angry, he took a third of all of us that were in heaven. Um, and so because they were not, they were forbidden to come to earth and have the earthly experience that we are experiencing now, you and, and us, um, their sole purpose now is to prevent, um, to prevent all goodness from earth is really what, what it is. Um, and so... I really want to turn this into, you know, just a uh, church class, but no. Um, yeah, so that's what we believe, and that's what Heather was talking about, um, like where they come from and how they just came to be. Now, um, I'd like to, to point out that if God allows them to interfere and to tempt us, and if God allows them to be in our space, and prevent us from feeling happiness a lot of the times. Um, he would never do that if he wasn't giving us the power and the tools to uninvite them. And um, that's yeah. a great point. So, <laughs> yeah. And along the same lines, um, one of the, I know for a lot of people who are Christians, but of a different faith than us that some of this doctrine might seem new. And, um, and please reach out if you have any questions because of us explaining things so quickly. But um, it's a really important thing to remember that there is a purpose for um, evil on this earth and to be a witness of that and experience it so that we can decipher 
um, good from evil. And so that we can recognize that all good things come from Christ. And um, part of this whole podcast was how Reiki has increased um, our faith and how it works in harmony with our faith. And this is one of those big examples of, of how it has naturally um, synced with our lives and our religious perspective because it is um, one of the spiritual topics that we address in Reiki. And it's one of the things that when you work on enough people that you begin to feel it. And, um, And I often now find that it's the first thing that I feel and recognize because um, once I'm able to release those negative attachments from others, then it is easier for me to be able to help them shift their mindset and their emotions. Yeah, I mean, what a big difference does it make um, to me personally, um, knowing having that information and just knowing the plan and knowing that if they are, you know, allowed to interfere at times that I have the power to take care of that, you know, and not only that, but I, that I can always trust, um, Jesus Christ and God to help me out, you know? And so, yeah. um, Can I add one more thing? Um, you mentioned about how, you know, about him giving us the power that we need. Um, And a part of that, a part of that power and that good that exists um, is that we've also been blessed with um, angels and good spirits that also we can invite in to help us and to protect us. Um, And there aren't just, you know, bad spirits out there. Um, there's just as many or more um, good spirits working on our behalf and um, constantly helping us. So we're not just having things pull us down all the time. We're also having others lift us up. So it's important to focus on that um, so that you are mindful about attracting that kind of help. Yeah. I always tell my children that, there are 10 times more good spirits mm-hmm. around them and helping them yeah. than there are, um, you know, bad spirits trying yeah. to tempt them or making them feel not yeah. so positive. So, And you can literally just as easily invite them to be with you uh-huh. um, with your intention and in a prayer. Yeah, and, through prayer. And they'll yeah. be there. So, And why not asking for protection with a prayer, you know, and, and that mm-hmm. doesn't... A prayer is whatever you feel, how you feel that you're communicating with God. Um, And so you can easily just ask for that specific protection um, from God. Um, All right. There's another point that I wanted to cover um, in more in depth than we did last time. We talked about how we attract them. Um, we talked about, you know, the type of energy that we allow ourselves to be around, um, feeling, you know, whether those be feelings of anger or resentment or malice, um, any negative energy, um, that's what they're attracted to. But also I wanted to say that, 
all of us were born with a divine purpose. All of us have been given a mission or missions that we are to complete on this earth. And um, sometimes dark entities are there because you are doing good things, um, not just because yeah. you might be feeling <laughs> negative, but because they want to thwart um, your mission and try to pull you away from God and the truth. And so sometimes you can feel resistance when you're actually on a good path and you're doing good things. And so it's important to recognize that it's not necessarily that you did something bad, um, but that they're just yeah. tricky. Sometimes, um, too, it's, it's not just that, but sometimes um, things happen around us or we are victims um, of something specifically and that just opens the door and that just you know makes us more vulnerable um to to those kind of attachments so for an easy example can be if you have had a car accident but it was so impactful to you um you could have easily just um because of the way that you felt and you just keep rethinking that and so you're creating that vibration and so you're lowering your vibration um you know because of the trauma that you experience that is just another way of like attracting them so it doesn't necessarily mean you know something that you're doing knowingly or that you want to do it just happens yeah that's you a know. great way um to put it now i would like to leave you guys with actionable steps that you can take to proactively protect yourself in the last um, episode, we gave you the words of what to do to cast out. and But this is it before they even get around you, how to keep them away. And um, in addition to praying and asking for that protection, um, some things that are you can touch and feel and see, some people like those things. So... Um, I've used black stones like tourmaline or kyanite to protect against negative energy. I've placed them in the windowsills of my children's bedrooms um, to help to protect against nightmares. Um, and I also like to clear the energy in my home and in my Reiki room where I practice on others just by spraying some um, sage essential oils. Uh, a lot of people like to use sage by burning it. I prefer oils. I think um, it's more about the intention than the actual product that you're using, but those are just some of the practical ways that I have. And um, what are some ways you use, Michelle? Same. Um same so um crystals are really good um i'll just say i'll actually um, i'll just say things that you can use um to just i don't know help uh with protection or help with clearing and cleansing um with crystals you um can use tourmaline you can use selenite you can use clear quartz 
Um, remember that crystals have a vibration as well. So if you have one specific crystal that you want to use just for that specifically, you can actually program the crystal to help you with cleansing or just with protection. Um, I know a lot of people like to carry like crystals in their purses. Um, and so, and you, all you need to do is just set an intention, just hold a crystal in your hands and just set an intention of what it's for and use it for that purpose. Um, so essential oils. And I actually, for my sessions, I, um, I like to get moon water, um, uh, which is, uh, on full moon. Um, just the earth is just energized in such a way. And so I like to just put out, um, like glass containers with, um, distilled water and then um, that water I charge it with Reiki with the intention that it'll help me clear the space um, before and after my sessions and so I put that in a spray bottle and then I add essential oils like frankincense, palo santo, sage, uh, purification um, and that's what I use for for all of my um, sound baths and my Reiki sessions, whenever I do any intuitive healing sessions as well, before and after a session. Um, what else can you use? You said oh, the ones that I was going to say. So. Yeah, um, I wanted to mention that one of the most proactive ways that you can protect yourself is just by setting secure and firm boundaries in your life in terms of what places you allow yourself to be in, um, what media you surround yourself with, the people that you surround yourself with. All of these are really important in maintaining what, you know, a common phrase that we like to use is stand in holy places. So if you know that you're doing or being in a place that you can have the spirit with you, then you're going to be protected. So I give you permission to set whatever boundaries you need to in your life um, to give yourself that. So thank you all for joining us today. We hope that some of this um, will be helpful to you. And we will talk with you next week as we decided to address how can Reiki help me with addictions?